Hey guys! Welcome to Literate Woman Book Club Podcast. I'm B. I'm Mo. And here we're creating the space where sometimes we talk books, sometimes we talk life, and sometimes we talk shit. Hey guys! Happy New Year! Welcome to part two of our reflection, goal setting, intention setting for 2024, as well as some inspiration for vision boarding and some thoughts on decluttering your space as well as your social media in preparation of the next year. This is part two, which is specifically on goal setting, intention setting, vision boarding, as well as some chit chat on decluttering. And we're back. We're back. So now we'll be talking goals and goal setting yeah this is the fun part guys this is the fun part it's where the change starts yes so do you want to start monique or yeah um, we can do a quick opening um yeah so for some people goals can be intimidating Mm -hmm. um especially if this is your first time setting personal goals um, and these can be personal or professional. Um, most people who have been in a corporate setting have set some type of uh, professional goals for themselves. But um, when we talk about personal goals, I-, I really wanted to make sure that, you know, when we start to think about the things we want to improve on, that we aren't setting ourselves up for disappointment or potential feeling of failure. Yeah. And so sometimes that means starting out with, 20 goals on a paper and then looking back and reviewing and saying what's actually realistic um, over the next 365 days. So I think like it's important to be ambitious, go big first, dream big, like throw it all on paper because it's good to see because what you'll do is then you'll prioritize what what you really want for this year. And then God willing, the following year, you'll have some more stuff that you want to prioritize. And sometimes what happens is you'll write all these goals, you'll have 20, 30 goals, and they actually fit within buckets. And Bianca will actually talk about some of the buckets she has as she sets her goals. But um, important to just kind of do a brain dump and then think through what it means to be realistic about goal setting and what it means for yourself. So two things I like to rely on um, are one, smart, smart goals. So again, if you're in the corporate setting, you'll, you'll know this a lot more, um, but there's plenty of resources on it. But smart goals are goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. Again, do some research on it. It's just a great way to formulate a goal. And then my other one is called KISS. Keep it simple, stupid. Don't overcomplicate it. Um, and where possible, um, automate. Uh, so for instance, like if your goal is to, um, save a certain amount of money over the year, okay. How many times do you pay, get paid a year? 24, 26 or monthly, et cetera. Automate that baby, get it paid right from your paycheck and then never touch it again. Right. So there are ways to ensure that things can be done without, um, additional work on your end after the initial, you know, buy into what your goal is. So yeah. smart goals and keep it simple, stupid. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so let's jump into it, B. Yeah. So I think going back to what you were saying about like dream big and like think about what you really want for me, like before I get into like making the specific goals that I have, 
I do two exercises where I ask myself, what would I want to do if there was no way to fail? Mm. And I look at that and you kind of look at it in six months. So if there was no way to fail in six months, like end of June, what would you be? What would you do? And mm-hmm. what would you have? And kind of just dream. Yep. Get creative. Like put what you really want there. So what would you be? Would you be a person who wakes up at 5 a.m.? What would you do? Would you, I don't know. Run a marathon. Run a marathon. Ain't me. What would you have? A new Prada purse like, yeah. or saved $10,000. Mm-hmm. So like just if there was no way to fail, start a business. Like what would you do? Like what would you have done in those three categories? Mm-hmm. And have fun with it. Like get unrealistic here. Yeah, You're allowed to get unrealistic here because you're thinking if there's no way to fail because this will help you to like kind of break down your goals later on. Yeah. Um, and what you prioritize like in the next six months like – I want to be a millionaire. Is it going to happen? No. But I can make steps mm-hmm. to make that a possibility by increasing my 401k uh, mm-hmm. investment, by opening um, an, a, a different one. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, go big because then you're going to scale it back into actionable steps. Right. So I do this exercise for six and 12 months. And it's to kind of like see where you would be at the end of next year when you're doing this again. And I love doing this because it just gives you that space to get quote unquote unrealistic. Yeah. And it's fun. It's like, it's really fun to dream. So from that piece of the exercise, then I move into my goals. Mm -hmm. And when I personally set my goals, I do different categories of goals. So I'll have personal health, which you can be like health and fitness goals, um, career, finance, side hustle, home, and recreation. This is what I personally do. If you, I- Wait, tell me more about home. Home is like, do I want to redecorate my living room? Or do I want to buy a king size bed? Or do I, am I, you know, looking to remodel my kitchen if I owned my home? Things like that. Like things that I want in my personal space. Very cool. Um, Buy new throw pillows. Like just like things you want to do at home. Redecorate the office. I could go on. But in the- My smile got bigger, (laughs) by the way. I got excited. I got excited about the home stuff. Home girlies, you know. She was just like, huh, huh. It just kept going. So cute. Um. But in the template that I created, there is like a miscellaneous section. And I'm just thinking about like someone like Monique, like would like family or mom life have its own like category? Like so it just, you know, you can tailor this to yourself. But those are like kind of for me a lot of the main avenues to be like a well-rounded individual. Yep. Love that. Yeah. Those, so the family one, uh, I couple under relationships. And so Mm -hmm. like how do I want to show up? as a wife, a mom, a friend, um, and cover under there. And then actually I have, I set goals with Cam. So he's learning to set goals and he set goals this year and he accomplished three of them. And that was really cool. Um, he didn't accomplish all of them. And so like we got ambitious with how many we set, but there were also ones we knew he could, he could realistically do. And so that's the other thing, like quick wins, right? Um, you'll set big goals and audacious goals, but also identify those wins that you can get right away to keep that momentum going. Um, so like, you know, getting himself dressed every morning was a goal. I knew he could do it. He was just being like, 
lazy. And so we just made a goal and he did it and we celebrated it. And so that was really fun because like now he does it. And now like next year we're going to say, um, once he gets to third grade, you pack your own lunch or you pack your own mm-hmm. snack. Um, so there are little things that we know he can do that we set as goals to like give him the keep going. And there's oh, also kind of those goals that are like, it's going to take some time, like learning to swim because he won't put his face in the water. So. <laughs> really? His face? Yes, it's so annoying. Oh my God. He has goggles. I was like, put your face in the water. He, it's like, it's not good. Like he can do the like swimming part and like he swims the noodles yeah will not put his face in the water i'm like that is holding you back so much what is why doesn't he um probably the same reason i don't because you got to hold your nose and you can't swim and hold your nose at the same time can't you just like not breathe like you like <gasps> it's so hard and like sometimes and they tell you like to breathe out I just breathe. yeah breathe out yeah yeah it's just i don't i i actually was never taught to swim i kind of taught myself and like yeah. Girl can doggy paddle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, that's the tricky part. And I don't know how to coach him through it. And so, whatever. He's just going to keep going to some of the cl- classes his whole life. He'll get and it. And so, yeah. yeah. He'll get it. He'll be brave one day. My mom just like put me in the pool in our backyard when I Threw was you like, in? three months. Yes. That's and the best way to do it, apparently. I've just been, and then I went to like a YMCA for like preschool. So I did lessons there. Yep. But I had a pool in my backyard, so I was always fine. Yeah, so those who want to be parents or our parents do it right away. I, I think we waited just a little too long. And, like, the fear starts up. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So fear like, if you want your kid to you swim or do gymnastics, do it when they have, like, very minimal fear. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, like, I, I saw that with me and my sister. Anyways. Um, so those are like the buckets of goals and like just going back to the template, I have like a miscellaneous section and then like space to add in your own section because it is your goal setting space. So whatever you want, the space is there for you. Mm -hmm. And like Monique was saying earlier, I only set up to four goals per category because you have to break down that goal into like either monthly, quarterly, weekly, daily tasks to actually build up to it. And Mm -hmm. it's just a lot to do overall. So unless it's like something like I'm like, no, all five of these goals have to have, like, you know, I want to come with me, then fine. But I'll probably scale back in a different area. And you might not prioritize. Like goal seven might be a Q2, Q3 goal, and you can prioritize one to six for the first two quarters or whatever. Sorry, speaking that corporate lingo, but that's, (laughs) that's how we talk about it. Yes. So... For me, like like Monique said, goals are very personable or personal, very personal <laughs> and keeping in mind that person that you were kind of dreaming of being in six months and 12 months will help you to set these, but taking them with a grain, taking that with a grain of salt and like being realistic about what it is mm-hmm. that you want to achieve. Yeah. I have some goal exercises to complete like further along after you do this. And for me, it's like kind of taking, say, for example, your health goals and breaking it down into, so in the template, there's like a sheet where it's like, you'll take that goal that you made. Yep. I want to do 10 pull-ups and you'll oh, think about so ways. Hard. It does sound hard, right? <laughs> That's your like, goal oh, for the year. Gosh. So you kind of like think about ways how you would achieve that, like 
what do you need to do monthly to achieve this? Mm-hmm. What do you need to do weekly to achieve this? And what do you need to do daily? Yeah. And it helps you get concrete about like how you have to live your life for the next 365 days to achieve that goal. That's yeah. just like one example. And sometimes you need to do research, y'all. Y'all be like, yeah. I want to do 10 pull-ups, but like don't know what back exercise or anything else to like supplement that. So like make sure you're doing your research on your goals. Like if you say, I want to run a marathon by the end of the year and you haven't even like walked, hold up. Yep. It might be a half marathon. It might be a 10K and that's okay. Like realistic about like what you actually can do within the year. And you could probably run a marathon if you prioritize it against everything else. Like if you're actually going to make it work, you can make it work. But like being realistic about your time and how how much time you actually do have mm-hmm. um, is important. Yeah. So I'll just do like two more examples to kind of like walk you through the thought process. So like another example would be like, I want to save – ten thousand dollars before a house so you're gonna have to do some math like how much is that a month yep you know per pay period whatever and then how much is that per paycheck that you're putting away so like on a monthly basis you know you are saving like i think it's like eight hundred dollars something like that say 850 per month to make that ten thousand in the year so each paycheck you're doing 425 is like sorry on a monthly basis save 850 on a weekly basis you can either like decide to save weekly or have it like taken automatically take it out of your paycheck into a savings account. You can automate that for yourself. And then daily, there might not be a daily task. No. It might just be like what you have to do on the monthly and weekly. You can even edit it to say like bi-weekly basis. Yeah. Again, this is like one of the, the thing like this is one of the things you set it and forget it. Yeah. Um just be careful like if you set it and forget it that it matches your bank account because like if you're sometimes like, if you know you sometimes go over or under on the end of the month, just make sure, like, yeah. it's balanced in a way, like, maybe you do a certain amount and then you know you have to, like, top it up beginning of the next paycheck. Whatever yeah. have you, but just, like, make sure you ain't going into the negative to, to make that all happen. Yeah. Um, and then my last, like, example would be just very relevant to Literate Women Book Club, which would be say your goal is don't roll your eyes at me reading 40 books yes listen you, i'm here for it i'm supportive mine's is read eight so like i i started with read four two years ago yes. I, I did read six this year i think i read a little over six and now next year is eight and so i'm with it i'm here to support you so like i did this math myself uh, two years ago but it was like for three months of the year you have to read five books and then the rest of the year the rest of the nine months you read four books per month okay so it's only for me it was like quote unquote it's only five books per month for three months and then the rest of the year i just had to read four books so monthly it was like four to five books per month that would be the goal weekly it would be about a book a week Mm -hmm. daily that's like i would allocate like anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour of reading um but like kind of give myself like a weekly total like say like my goal is to read like six hours a week maybe i make up like two hours on the weekend something like that um or you can do like your daily goal is like you know maybe you're reading 30 minutes in bed five nights a week so you kind of get into like which i love is like getting into your daily routine how to like ingrain these goals and incorporate them into your everyday life yeah yep yeah and i think like one way i like to uh think about goals is like one if you have a partner sit down with your partner and share those goals and so one of my goals is like how i again i talked about earlier how i show up in relationships 
and then like also being financially um responsible the next year so like one thing matt and i used to do was like um bi-weekly lunch dates i'm like okay we really want to like focus a little bit more on like um paying out on debt so i'm like let's do it monthly and we like talked about it and so we agreed to it and so um what that does is like cut extra money going out and like we made it a lunch date for two reasons one we don't have to pay a babysitter camps in school so financially <laughs> that's, responsible that's smart um and then two um lunch is always more uh cheaper it's yeah, like it's cheaper affordable. than dinner, dinner right you yeah. can go to sweet green and still have lunch together yeah um and yeah so so those were like two things that like your goals can actually be coupled together in those baskets that you don't even realize. Um, another goal, you know, I'm a can I, fitness, go ahead. Oh, I just wanted to add to like adding goals with your partner because like say you're someone like myself who has a partner who is like a big dreamer, but he's like not like a, a goal writer mm-hmm. like at all. So this used to discourage me a bit because I would be like, you know, like I would want to make like all of these goals together, but yeah. you know, even like taking my own advice, having like three big goals is like great to have. And if you're the one, if I'm going to say, if you're the one who writes down the goals, write down your goals together. Like our goal yeah. is like buy a house or be in the position to buy a house. And then our second goal is to do two getaways, like one yeah. island getaway and one at the end of the year. Okay. I know we love to do that. So, how do you? So, the getaways are like have kind of like a plan, right? How do you two keep the house front and center of your goals? Like, how how does that check and work? Yeah. So that is, it's more of a like it. It's probably case by case, but for us personally, he's like I have X, and. I am the one who has to figure out like how to have X for because he's basically like the way we're splitting it is one person like is doing the down payment. One person is like doing the furnishing and the moving. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't want to like completely wipe out all of my savings. So I have like a goal that will give us like, you know, a cushion Mm -hmm. once we move in and get through all of the big things. So got it. It's just like coming up with the numbers that you need okay. based off of like the budget, you know, how expensive is your house going to be? What is your down payment going to be? And what are all the expenses going to be associated with that? Whether it be like your movers, the furnishing you have to do, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to think like we, we set goals together last year and then we all, we both have our individual goals and I'm like, okay, how do we like improve upon it for this year? I'm like, do we schedule like monthly goal check-in dates where we like not only share about our goals together, but like, what are like some of the wins you had over this last month that like attribute to your goals? And then like, what are some of the things like you didn't prioritize or like, you feel like you aren't making the traction and like, I guess it also sets you up for like asking for help. Or mm-hmm. like saying, you know, maybe next month I need more space to do this or et cetera. Um, that's something we haven't done in the past. And like now that like I asked you that question, I'm like, oh, that's something actually we can do. And it then creates again another space for you all to – for like couples to oh, connect. Oh, yeah. And I would say like I kind of used to be like shy away from always like bringing up the goals because I would feel like it's Are you Would annoying. you be, feel naggy, right? Yeah, annoying or whatnot. But like – you're really just setting up your life together and 
your partner should be able to talk about it. So like I think like going into it without that apprehension has yeah. actually helped the conversation for me. And I think like yeah, like three things. Like one, you set it on the calendar so they can expect it. Hmm. Two, they have bought oh, yes. into it. I'm going to stop right there because like they need <laughs> to expect it, but also you need to expect it. Like Joe has tried to come at me talking about a house and completely put my panties in a twist because it got me all riled up because I wasn't ready for the Mm -hmm. conversation. Yeah. So, and vice versa. So, like, be on the same page. Yep. That really helps. Yes. And so, so yeah, we have one, you now have a date to expect it. Two, you have set the goals together. So, you both have buy-in to it, right? Um. You'll learn about our girls trip and that the last girls trip, we had everybody plan an activity Mm -hmm. so that everybody would have a buy into the trip. Right. So the same thing with goal setting, what your partner is, you know, we both agreed to this. And so now we're both responsible and accountable to this goal. And like we want to support each other. And then number three, make it fun. Yeah. Like whatever. Like, is it you go to dinner or you make dinner together and Mm -hmm. then you talk about it? Um, Whatever is fun for you, like make the make the time fun together because then like you both want to show up the next month even better and encourage each other um to keep pursuing both your couple and personal goals yeah yeah it should be fun like i think i used to also like just have so much apprehension and that would make the space not fun for me but Mm -hmm. once i kind of like let that go and made little events to do around it like oh we're gonna make our favorite dish this night and talk about it or Oh, we're going to try this new restaurant and talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. Like, I used to... Like, pair it with a reward for yourselves. I love rewards. Yeah. But I used to... I think I would have, like, anxiety about talking about it because we are two different people. The way we operate are differently. And so I had to check myself because I was like, girl, you're coming here with expectations on someone who does not I'm the same work way. the way you I'm the same way. <laughs> I think me, Monique and I are so similar in the fact that we are just like sometimes very cut and dry. Very action like, okay, what do you want to do about it? Like, let's and go. And <laughs> it can be like, it can be stressful if your partner is not like that sometimes yeah. for us because we just operate in that way where we take so much control. And I think as we've grown as individuals, we've kind of like let go of that control a bit. Yeah. And it's helped us tremendously. Returning to our feminine power. <laughs> yes. Because our feminine energy. <laughs> because baby, I, operating in the masculine energy, being in control is like, I think we got to the point where like, we're just tired. And so it was hard for me for a long time to even just ask for help. Yes. I just felt like, I could just do it myself. I should just do it myself. Yeah. But I learned that like as soon as I ask for help, I have to give it away. I can't control how it's done. I ask for help if they need to do it and I have to give them the space to do it. Mm-hmm. But that shit is so hard. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you know your partner doesn't fold the laundry the way you like, don't ask them. <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? Like, or or you're going to have to give wink. that up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to yeah. have, if you do ask, you have to give up the because, frustration with it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they probably do something, like, great that you're overlooking. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, it's, like, Joe's our chef. And yeah. he is, like, always, like, feeding me and, like, kind of keeping the kitchen in order. So I don't mind that I am, like, the cleaner because that stress is, like, out of my life. But before, I kind of used to think, like, a bit more sternly like no, yeah they have to do everything 
Yeah. Yep. I love how this turned into like a I know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Going back to your goals <laughs> and intentions. Um I forget where you were going after that part, Mo, when I like kind of was like, wait, I need to talk about it. No, no. Um, good. I finished up. I wrapped okay. up the, to the, the three things. Perfect. So then to uh, look into just like kind of wrap up your goals for the year, something that is part of the template that I have and just like a great exercise for you to do is like set your intentions for the year. Mm-hmm. And I know, Monique, earlier you were saying um, – that making them visible to you, like these intentions will kind of help them stick. So whether you want to put them on a mirror or your desk or write make them it somewhere, pretty. make it cute. Yeah. Make it something you want to look at. Mm-hmm. But I think setting your intentions for the year are really important. And some of the prompts that we have are, I want to quit. I want to learn. By the way, it's I want to quit dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you finish the, the first one, I want to quit. Okay, no. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Didn't phrase it too well, but like say I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that I wrote to quit. Um I can think of something I wrote a few years ago. Um, I want to quit comparing myself to other people. Mm. This was like twenty twenty and I was like comparing myself to strangers on the internet, like yep. we all do sometimes. So like say you want to quit something like that. Um, then you say like I want to learn. Mm-hmm. This year I I mean, last year I put like French and Italian, but I kind of overcommitted. And this year I'm putting Italian. I'm putting that then. Yeah. I need to learn. Arrivare. Oh, wait. Pro tip. So, what me and Joe are doing is um, while we're having dinner, we'll just like Google Translate like our food and like, you know, plate or like the utensils, oh, like things like that. That's so, cute. if you're like, you know, you have like some free space during dinner, don't scroll Instagram. Just look up what your food is in Italian yeah. and recite it. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to like call me out on my Italian. No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very tempted right now. <laughs> you're going to try Guys, by the way, if you, um, if you visit another country, and they're not understanding what you're saying, adding an accent does not increase the understanding. <laughs> I have a very bad habit of doing that and sound like a foolish American. But it's so funny. We got it. We got the oat milk. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next intentions, and I'm not going to like list all of like my intentions, but you know, I'll just go through the Yeah, because you can find these all in the ebook. Yes. So I want to try dot, dot, dot. I want to have dot, dot, dot. I want to continue dot, dot, dot. I'm going to stop dot, dot, dot. This one is super valuable. I think I'm going to stop Mm -hmm. and I'm going to quit. Um, And then I want to be dot, dot, dot. I went to the Pokemon song. <laughs> I want to be the very best. It's so funny because I went to The Little Mermaid. I oh. want to be where the people are. <laughs> See, we're different. <laughs> um, okay. And that wraps up setting your goals and intentions for yeah. the next year. Um, something that I think is really really valuable and will help to keep you accountable for these goals is looking at them with a regularity, whether Mm -hmm. it be monthly or weekly, quarterly, whatever you decide is actually going to work for you. Yep. That is going to make all of these things a bit more 
fresh or keep them a bit more fresh in your mind, Mm -hmm. keep you more accountable for what you said you're going to do. And also give you some space to pivot like, oh God, I said I wanted to do this in January. I don't want to do that anymore. Like, like for example, uh, one year I like made it my goal to go to 40 spin classes. And then by the middle of the year, I was like, I don't like spin anymore. I was to say, by the way, she will not come to spin anymore. <laughs> so a homegirl would spin her way out of the class. Um, no, yeah, That's okay because I started Orange Theory. And I was so, like, oh, it's okay. I love Orange Theory. Yes. You know? And I think what it does is like it allows you to, again, break those goals into bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. So something I do is like every – like two days before the next month is I'll sit down with some paper. I'll write the month and then I'll write each category and write what are the things that I want to commit to for the month. And then I'll put little boxes. I have fun markers. Like if I say I want to do eight um, boxing classes, I have a little box for each one. I come home and I color it in. I wash it off. So like do that too. Yeah. Like a visual. Like if you get a planner with a, like a flat lay calendar type of thing. Yeah. I, for specifically fitness and reading, like I'll put like read four books and then I'll like do like one, two, three, four little like bubbles. Mm-hmm. And then I like cross them out as the month goes on. And then I, um, I do the same thing for like how many orange theory classes I want to go to, how many boxing classes I want to go to, how many Pilates classes. Like, yeah. and that is like a really great way to like set up the month for me. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> And that wraps up our goals and intentions for today. I am going to quickly talk about making a vision board because as I mentioned earlier, I think this is all really valuable. And even if you stop here, like doing your goals and your intentions, you are setting yourself up for a great year as is. It's up to you to continue and like see every day through, every month through. Mm -hmm. But you've kind of given yourself something to chase towards and that's really valuable. To amplify this a bit more, a vision board is extremely helpful. And there are two ways you can do this. You can, for me, Pinterest is the best ever. Like if you're not on Pinterest, it's the most wholesome form of social media ever. Like go make one. Don't follow anyone that you know and just like do your own thing on there like find inspiration it's the best source for inspiration like it's not noisy i love it it had its moment for a while back i remember it was such a hot thing and everyone was following each other Mm -hmm. and then it kind of like i remember people like you know the wedding oh yeah wedding pinterest which like if you just got engaged and try to go on pinterest like good luck because like you'd be like decision (laughs) overload um, but I, I do like the way you use Pinterest. I haven't been back for a while and I'm like listening to you talk about it right now. Kind of when I'm like, oh, it might be something I like should look into again. I don't want to add more social media to my life because it's I a very enough, quiet but, form of social yeah. media. Because, it's like research. Yes. And it's for me, it's like inspiration yeah. overall. And I like that. it's like. I would much rather, and I do this a lot, I scroll Pinterest. I don't scroll Instagram as much. Yeah. I don't scroll TikTok. Like I'm like really on there and I like kind of just never left from yeah. like 10 years ago. I love that. <laughs> so, and if you, again, if you need a little fashion, she'll create you a Pinterest. Oh, my fashion board is great there yes. if you want to go check it out. It's always evolving. But this is a great, like Pinterest is a great res- uh, resource to make a vision board and make it private. Like that's where I'll start because your vision board is very personal. Mm -hmm. Like be very careful with like who you're showing it to. Like I would like, I have mine in my home, but like I keep it in my closet, Mm -hmm. like 
with the door closed in my office closet because I don't want my boyfriend seeing it like yeah. just hanging in front of my desk. Like it feels like I'm like burying myself naked out there. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, yeah and also like I want to be able to talk about it when I want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to ask me about it. Like when I'm ready to share this information, yeah. I will share it with yeah. you. <laughs> so like what I would recommend is like where to start is like get through your goal setting and your intention setting and your reflection before you get into like making your vision board. Yep. And like I said, there are two ways you can do it. You can do it as like a private pin board, I guess a board, private board on Pinterest, mm-hmm. like 2024 vision board private and just pin everything that you want to see for yourself on there. And you can get a bit creative. Like for example, like for myself, I like literate woman book club. Like I have some goals that I want. So like maybe I'll like see another creator or business model that I admire I'm gonna photoshop like literate women book club on like that achievement or that announcement and like put it on there or like I have in the past and I still do this I'll like screenshot my bank accounts and I will just go on and like photoshop them to say the numbers that like I intend to see for the end of the year or that would be a dream to see like you know something like that Um, people do like manifestation checks all the time this is something that's going to sound really crazy but i will like make if i have like particular fitness goals or like ways i want to look i will and don't take offense with this anyone i'm sorry this is just what i do i'll make a before and after of myself like i know it's kind of (laughs) crazy but it works. I lost 10 pounds this year after doing that for the first time last year. Okay. Um, so you can it's, – it's, these are like exposing myself a bit right Sorry, now. Sorry, being vulnerable. But I think that's actually the most valuable part of making a vision board is like getting really creative and like specific about yeah. what you want to see. So Speaking like if you want a certain car, if you want a certain bag, if you want to see a certain number in your bank account, mm-hmm. if you want a certain job title. Like, go and make that, like, your company's, you know, signature job title and, like, put the one that you want there and put it on the yeah. vision board. Like, crop it out and, like, print, Like, there. redo your signature quickly. Yeah. Print it out. Make sure you Screenshot change it back. It. Or just screenshot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I think we talked about this a while ago or maybe, like, last week. There was a woman who on um, – she posted on Instagram. She had texted herself. You, your key, like your keys are ready to department. You've got it, blah, blah, blah. And literally hours later, the person reached out who was like renting her apartment saying, you've been approved. So she had texted herself like, you're, you've got this, you've got the keys, you're approved. And then hours later she was. And so it's, so I do think you can speak things into existence. I do think your words matter. And, but it all, what it also does is set your energy up to receive mm-hmm. And if it's not for you, also sets you up to move through a different way. Yeah. Um, so I think uh, I really do love the sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I really do love the idea of the vision board. You've given me some ideas just now. Like I love the part of me is like do I like print out the like the certain debts I want to pay this year, mm-hmm. print them out and like put them at zero. Yeah. Or whatever. And yeah. so like I thought. And that was literally really good. screenshot like your like bank account, like Bank of America, high Bianca Lebrono, checking X. Yeah. Savings X. Credit card X. Yeah. Like I love it. Really get like make it look like your life. And I feel like that has been really helpful for me. Or 
Um, so like you can do this all on Pinterest and keep it private. Like I said, what I like to do is kind of a mix of both. So I will make the Pinterest board, get all of my inspiration there, make all of my little clippings. You can do this with like magazines too, but like Mm -hmm. if, or like taking a second, like I take the Pinterest pictures and then I download them all and I send them to like CVS print and I print them all out at CVS in like either collage style or individual photos. And some things are words that I didn't mention. Like say if like you want to write some affirmations like this year, I remember last year I was like getting back together with my ex and I like, Mm -hmm. I wanted it to be healthy. Mm -hmm. And I like wrote some things like I am in a healthy relationship, Mm -hmm. like things that I just like wanted to like resonate and like become my reality and this could be anything like if you're working on your self-confidence like I am a confident person or if you are working on I don't know like for me like starting a business like I am a business owner like things that you want to like will into your life like get those things out there and there's tons of pins like you know words that you can like find Mm -hmm. on Pinterest if you just like start typing these things in so that can all be on there as well yep um and then So I'll like send them all to CVS. I'll get these photos printed. And then I'll just like, I, all you really need are like the photos, whether I take all mine directly from Pinterest and get them printed out. You could do this with magazines if you would like, but I like to like be like very in control of like what I picked out. (laughs) Um, And then I have like one little. Not in control, intentional. Yes, intentional. You're right. Um, I have one little like cork board that I purchased like four years ago that I just reuse every year. I kind of like look at my one from last year. And I look at it and I some stuff I keep. Like some stuff will – and don't be discouraged if things stay on there for a while. Yeah. Like some things like stayed on there for like two years, three years until it became true. And mm-hmm. that was – you know, that was fine. I was like, I don't want to give up this goal. Like I still want this. Yep. So – and some things I was like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want that. So you can like take some stuff from last year and like still like kind of collage it all together. But I would say like disassemble here last year. All you need is that cork board, a glue stick, and your photos, a set of scissors, and then make your new one. Yeah. Um, and then to really keep this all in my mind this year, what I did was I took pictures of it on my phone and I made it my phone background. And I didn't make the most vulnerable parts my phone background. Yeah, yes. <laughs> but like somebody will pick it up and be like, what? What the hell is what this? Is but so I put it on my phone so that way, even subconsciously, it was like things that were on my mind all year. Like even if I wasn't like actively like looking at every photo every time I went to touch my phone. Mm-hmm. But I had a really great year this year and a lot of like my own personal growth and development. I had trouble thinking I could top like 2022. I remember when I like made my goals this year and I was so shocked <laughs> how much I did this year when I like sat yeah. down and looked at it all. I was like, holy crap. Um, so yeah, those are like, you know, and then hide it. <laughs> like, or if you live Reminder, alone, if you live it. alone, you can totally keep it up like in your bedroom, in your closet, yeah. if you have company over, like, you know, hide it. But it's, it's really personal guys. Like it's not some, like for me, I'm not going to like publish it out there. Like We're not getting a slideshow at the end of the No, year. it's like, you know, some things are better kept to yourself. Yeah. Um, Cause not, honestly guys, not every, not everyone you meet has the same intentional energy for you. Mm-hmm. And so they could see that and like speak negatively on it. 
and like you can internalize that when it's like no you should be able to feel how you want to feel about your personal goals no one should be able to take that away from you Mm -hmm. and like I think I've only like explained it to a few people that I think were I knew would be really receptive to yeah, it and like trust. Were, yes like would like love it like I know like I showed you and you were just like all about it I showed my friend Jess who was like totally into that stuff and she was just like over the moon like it's like you want to be like very particular about who you're showing it to because like it's so personal that Again, like if somebody does say something like negatively about it, you might internalize it a bit. So for me, showing people who I knew would be excited about it would like keep me excited about it. Yep. But that is what I've got for vision boarding. Yeah. So yeah, B, this has been like a super fun two-part episode and we really just hope – take what you need and leave what you don't. Mm -hmm. Um, But we really hope that you take – most importantly, just take some time to reflect over your year and celebrate who you are and what you've done and what you've accomplished. And then set some time to be able to think about, you know, how do I want to spend the next 365 days? How do I want to be intentional about my time, my energy, um, my money? Um, <laughs> and and I think that's super valuable uh, starting the year. And again, for those who are in couples, it's it's a great way to spend time with each other, getting yeah. to know more about each other. Um, because we evolve as people, we change, and so being um able to share the newest parts of yourself with your partner is important. Um, again, we are not relationship therapists, so take it or leave it. But oh, we do struggle <laughs> mm, buses over here. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, I'm going to take my own advice today, as I just said, and go and like really do some some improvements on how I share my goals with my husband and maybe he shares with me. Um, so yeah, thank you so much for indulging and listening to us for almost yeah. an hour. Um, and I hope you got something for, from it. And, you know, obviously there'll be a post on the podcast page, uh, sorry, on the Literate Woman Book Club page. So feel free to, you know, drop any, any nuggets you take away from today or anything you've, you might want to share about your own process. We'd be super open to hearing about it. Yeah. I'd love to chat about it. And I hope you guys took at least like a morsel of valuable information away from this. I myself am inspired to like write down my goals. And I'm ready to go make a Pinterest girl. We're going to dinner first, but I want to go. (laughs) Pinterest is awesome, guys. Like underutilized, but the best space. Like I can't say it enough. I've said this before to you too. I know. It just takes a few times. You got to hear. I feel like this conversation has really like pushed it. It takes like seven times for people to like feel comfortable with like you have to see an ad seven times Is before you feel comfortable uh, buying it or something like, like that. I feel like you're telling me some like cam YouTube facts. You'll tell me YouTube facts. I'm like, who it's told like you marketing, that? YouTube. I'm it's like, a marketing fact. Like, okay. People need to see things, something like seven times yeah. in order to like feel comfortable with the idea of it or purchase it. Yeah. So that's hmm. how those like little ads on Instagram get you. Targeted. It, like seven times. Oh my goodness. Oh, I will, I will say like part – like I'll just share one more goal. Sorry, guys. Okay. One more goal is like to become more intentional about like how I'm spending my energy, especially on social media. And so I actually went and blocked all of the celebrity blogs the other day. Really? And then I started on following celebrities because it was like I follow these celebrities, but I'm not actually getting anything from mm-hmm. this. 
So why am I following them? Oh, yeah. And really, a lot of times it was like, what's the new drama? What's going on? Like, y'all don't judge me. I followed like all three of Chris Brown's baby mamas because I was just like, (laughs) how are they interacting? And so I was just like, I'm spending time on other people's lives that, yeah, could be interesting, fine. But like, I'm missing out on my own life by doing that so yeah. i like I, I removed it and so like next year y'all if i don't know the celebrity gossip it's likely because i just like have removed it i will say i've allowed myself to check tmz once a day and that's it um because i'm just like i just, I just need a little touch but like <laughs> i've removed it from my instagram remove i'm just like continually continuously removing um celebrities and just like i kind of like am re- restructuring my feed and this it's funny because like a year ago what i did was like remove people who made me feel a certain way about myself yeah so like in the comparison mode if I like got to a page where I was feeling like oh I don't look like that or I don't look, I'm like I actually don't need to subscribe to this like I think this is really valuable and like something we didn't touch on actually was like clearing out spaces for new opportunities next year whether it be like your physical space like I said I mentioned I just cleaned out my whole closet and like had like piles of Pinterest or Pinterest Poshmark things to list. But like, you know, I'm going to get my car washed tomorrow, but also your social media space. And I am very uh, intentional about who I follow as well on Instagram. And I mostly try to follow like people I actually know and and am interested in their lives. Mm -hmm. Um, For good reasons, by the way. Not because of the baby mama drama. Like what they do on a (laughs) – daily basis inspires me or like yeah. they're funny or they just like you know things like that um and then like if there are people that you do follow that you would feel like uncomfortable on following like say it's someone you know like don't be afraid to like mute them mute everything yes, that they do we got like, other options be, if you think it's gonna be rude to unfollow them like mute them and then yeah. like you're just they're long forgotten yep and, like, you don't have their energy, like, crawling into your space. Mm-hmm. And on the opposite end, if you have someone who's very encouraging to you, there are things – there are, like, a whole bunch of these um, pages now who post affirmations and intentions and quotes. Mm-hmm. Turn those notifications on. Yeah. So, like, you can choose – how what you, you want to see it. yeah how if you want to read more follow it or women book club will encourage you <laughs> we will more. and you'll you'll see our <laughs> silliness <laughs> um but i think that's really valuable too to like clear out that space because i've done that before like i think i unfollowed almost every fitness account on my instagram like a few years ago yeah. because they would all make me feel like i wasn't working Hard out enough, enough. Or, working yep. hard enough which those people aren't actually working like they post every day but they're not working out every day they actually have structures but they don't show you that structure right so this i mean this is why i didn't end up doing finishing out my personal training because i just like i just had negative feelings about it but for fitness like now i only follow people who are going to educate me on movements or encourage or like have programs or like no if we're ever traveling i we don't always have a gym so it's like someone who always posts home workouts or things like that that we can easily use yeah. um yeah. yeah i just like just had so much like self-comparison like in like 2019 and 2020 that i was like i'm just done following yeah. these like i think i follow like two fitness influencers right now yep and good on you to even acknowledge that feeling and take action because mm-hmm. a lot of times we don't acknowledge it 
and we, we, we keep continuing harvesting the same energy, but because we don't acknowledge it, it just keeps every day, keeps showing up, keeps showing up. And until we acknowledge it and take action, it's going to keep showing up. So good on you and just like knowing like what, what your new boundaries were and like where you needed to be mentally. And like, I mean, I work in cosmetics, but I don't follow every brand that's out there because I don't want to be oversaturated with what everyone else is doing. I want to focus on what we're doing and like what we're building. Those are like small examples, Mm -hmm. but who you're following is really it can make or break your day sometimes. So Mm -hmm. I would just say like, if you have some time to like clear out some things, like go for it. Or um, how you mentioned you unfollowed like some celebrity pages. Like I in the past have unfollowed like some meme pages that I just didn't align with. I was like, like, you know, I don't really like want to complain about work all the time. Yeah. So I'm not following this. Like you didn't follow corporate Natalie, did you? I never follow her. <gasps> She's <laughs> hilarious. So I just, I just send them. You don't need to follow her. I will send She's you the funny ones. By the way. But I think I follow her on TikTok. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, yeah. So we went down a following tangent. Yeah. But like decluttering your space is also a great part of this year. Um, I'm going to spend like five hours cleaning tomorrow. <laughs> it's like my New Year's yeah. Eve tradition. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to use that on Monday, New Year's. Cause, well, I'll do some stuff tomorrow. But Thank you guys for spending some time with us. Yes, thank you. We are going to have one more episode on New Year's Day. And we will be having some bonus episodes in January. Pop up, so pop up. Stay tuned for that. We'll share more details soon. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. I just wanted to remind you that a template for reflections on 2023 and goal setting for 2024 is available on literatewomenbookclub.com. It is under the shop tab. It's a really affordable template and it takes a lot of the mind work out of reflecting and goal setting for next year. So if you want to check it out, it is a PDF template. Feel free to check us out weekly every Monday, dropping short, sweet, to the point episodes. Again, talking life, books, sometimes just straight shit. Before we officially end, um, just so you guys know, there is the next Letter Woman Book Club meetup, which is January 28th. We are reading Bright Young Woman. If you'd like to join, tickets are available on Eventbrite, which is linked on the Instagram. Check it out. We're Literate Women Book Club, just one whole word on Instagram. And it'll be in like the episode details below. Thanks. Take care.